Welcome to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network, a show that streams health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. You can download all Kidney Talk shows from iTunes and find a variety of resources to help you navigate this illness at rsnhope.org. Please welcome your host, Lori Hartwell, who has lived with kidney disease since the age of two. Well, welcome to another episode of Kidney Talk. Today, we're going to be talking about a subject we never spoke about, and it's acute kidney injury. And we're going to learn more about what that is. But today, we have Daniel Vandenbark. He's an interior landscape designer. And I met him through another uh, group of people who were, you know, celebrating the life of somebody who had kidney disease. And he shared his story, and I thought it was so important for everybody to know his experience and hopefully, you know, learn from it. So welcome to the show, Daniel. Hi, thank you. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how you, you became aware that you had an acute kidney injury. Well, the the, the crazy thing was I, I literally just thought, you know, I was, I was dealing with ramifications of a bad flu and um, I went into the doctor and, you know, he started having some suspicions and he ran a blood test and asked me for a urine sample. And after sitting in the restroom for, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes trying to get something, um, and I finally went out there with my, my failure face on and he's like, oh boy, I think I know what's going on here. And, uh, then the lab results got back and he's like, yeah, your, your creatinine numbers are far higher than they should be in anything normal. I think we need to get you into the hospital right away. Now, um, just because this is a kidney talk show, does that mean that you just could not urinate? I could not. I didn't even realize that was the case, but through the, through the flu, I just thought it was, you know, through the flu, I was, everything was going out everywhere else that I, I just assumed that was the, the problem. You were just dehydrated from, you know, the fever and different things. So so you were admitted to the hospital, and can you explain a little bit about, you know, what you learned happened? Well, you know, the, the difficult part of the process is going into the hospital, and they're trying to figure out what is the problem. Yes, waiting. They can make the assumptions that it's the acute renal failure. They can hope that your kidneys are going to come back. You know, there's all these just assumptions, and, and doctors have to play it safe and not give you know, too much information or too much hope in the wrong places. So, you know, you're kind of just thrown into this whirlwind wondering uh, which end is up half of the time. Uh, it, it was, you know, several days into it that they really felt confident to say that it was acute renal failure. But additionally, it was, there was very little as far as hope that they would offer that um, it would actually stay acute and not be permanent. Now, did you have to start dialysis right away? Uh, they started dialysis right away. I want to say it was probably, if going on memory here, this has been two and a half years, but it would be about two, a day and a half or so that I was into this before I started dialysis, yeah. I can't even imagine. Did you know anything about kidney disease before this happened? I knew nothing about this. I mean, just general kidney disease stuff, but... Not uh, not any of this acute uh, discussion, and I certainly learned a lot about it now. And in, in fact, now people often relate uh, acute renal failure to their dogs or cats. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know, if you search kidney disease on the internet, you'll usually get cat and um, cat and dog um, stories more than people stories. <laughs> and that's that's what really became hard because in these in these moments of uh, just trying to figure out what was going on. I mean, there was there was nothing that the doctors were handing me 
um, as far as, as things I could learn. And of course, it's a dangerous place to play on the internet and learn about something because all of a sudden you have far more than you ever started. Exactly. <laughs> I remember one time um, I was looking up something on the internet and it's just doom and gloom. It really is. You really need to speak to somebody and uh, because the internet will make you depressed. It's like watching the news at 11 o'clock at night. You're going to become depressed no matter what. So they don't always, you know, relay the right information. Now, I, I want to talk a little bit about acute and chronic because I have chronic kidney disease. And that was basically, you know, it's chronic. It's never going to get better. It's going to get worse. You're going to need a transplant or dialysis to survive. Can you explain a little bit about what caused your acute kidney injury? Well, so kind of as we got through the initial whirlwind and things were calming down and we were just settling into the routine of dialysis and, and, and praying and hoping that everything was going to work, I I had that talk with my doctor and I said, you know, let's let's really look at what, what caused this. Why am I here? Um, and he, he said, you know, I really hate to say this, but I, I think you are that crazy random case of the perfect storm. He goes, you did get the flu, you went and worked out hard, you um, you breaking down the, the proteins in your muscles and releasing um, the various things that come out of that. You had uh, drank a bunch of protein powder during your drink to help sustain the energy. Um, I had taken an Advil to uh, lessen the pain, and Advil is not good for our kidneys, I learned at that point. And I'm also HIV positive, so um the the medicines that many HIV uh folk are on are difficult on the kidneys. And so through that whole combination I guess I just was the lucky one. The lucky one that had the perfect storm that caused the kidneys to fail. Wow, that must have been so scary. So a combination of just being dehydrated, your kidneys were just strained too much. Yeah. And they just basically said, I'm I'm taking the I'm taking a couple of weeks or months off, basically. How long did they take off? They were off for uh I'm gonna say two to three weeks. Um that they were completely off. And it was somewhere around that two to three week mark I finally had my first teeny tiny trickle. I was so excited just to have that. And little did I know that that was only kind of half the battle. <laughs> we still had, we still had many more days of, of the dialysis and the, just letting the body kind of do what it needed to do to get to where it needed to be. Um, and, and in all, I was on dialysis. I think they weaned me off of dialysis about five or six weeks into it where I was finally not having any and then of course they left all of the tubes in my uh, chest for another several weeks until they made sure that everything looked like it was it was going to be good to go. And did your kidneys fully recover? To the best of our knowledge without digging in and doing a, a, a surgical biopsy you know yes they have fully recovered. I'm um, two and a half years out of the ordeal, I've uh, been followed up with regular visits to the doctor. I continue to have uh, completely normal creatinine and other levels. So I guess you can confidently say that uh, I've been given a second chance. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, I've lived with kidney disease my whole life since 1968. So kidney, you know, actually renal was more of my vocabulary than kidney because I always heard that term. And just, you know, to, I can't imagine, you just, you know, you, 
show up at the hospital and people don't realize that when you don't urinate, it's liquid gold. I mean, literally, I mean, you know, I always tell people, pee all you can pee, okay? I mean, that is the message. And especially for you, I think that could be your new motto, pee all you can pee. Because when you don't pee, I didn't have any kidneys for 12 years. The first time that I started urinating after my third transplant, it was like I wanted to have a party. Some people think you're a little nuts, but you know what? They can think what they want. They do, and I'm so much more sensitive to it now, knowing knowing all of the uh, things I know that uh, if I feel that uh, sensation in me, I'm like, okay, yeah, I definitely want to go to the restroom soon because it's it's not good for the body to hold in those toxins and um, oh, the pain that it causes to have that backing up in your system. I remember I couldn't even walk across the hospital floor to the restroom because it felt like I was stepping on a thousand needles. Oh wow. Um, it was it was horrible. It was the worst. It was definitely one of the worst times of my whole life. <laughs> I never want to go back there. So, what um, different steps would you take next time if you got the flu? Well, I'm certainly very sensitive to the flu now, and I've been fortunate. Uh, I think I've only had it once in that two and a half years. So, I I do, but I I don't believe in the flu shot. So, I take my risk there. But I'm definitely very cautious if I feel that I'm getting any sort of loss of my hydration levels. And uh, I've got my, my doctor on speed dial just in case I get too nervous. <laughs> and get, go, go get your blood drawn. Well, and the interesting thing is, is that, you know, I hear a lot about, you know, people taking high-protein diets, doing all these different things when, you know, to try to lose weight, you can take the Atkins diet. And, you know, too much protein is, is really hard on your kidneys, which you learn the hard way. Yeah, um, and again, that, that that was my little crash course, and I, I walked down the aisles with uh, the protein powders, or you know, you look through the magazines or TV ads that you know are pushing all of these different uh, weight loss or weight gain uh, supplements, and I I look at how hard they are on the kidneys. Our kidneys are at the center of all of that abuse. Right. You go into a state of ketosis and I was told by my transplant doctor, don't ever, ever do that. So when you, you know, you go on the Atkins diet, you lose a lot of weight because you basically protein, no carbs, and it it gets rid of all the fluid in your body. And that's how you lose weight quickly. That's one of the reasons. And then it just, your, your kidneys need fluid around them to keep them cushy and working. And when they're dried out, they stop. <laughs> That's my simplistic, simplistic view. I'm sure it's more complex than that. No, of course. Yeah, they're they're kind of a, a spongy filter, and once that thing plugs up, it's, there's not a lot to uh, there's not a lot to function with. So, in closing, you know, can you just maybe share some advice of being in the hospital and going through that? What What did you do to cope? I mean, what did you do to stay hopeful? And what advice can you give to others? Well, wow, that's a that's a really intense question, and I'm you you've got to believe and you've got to hope and trust. If you know whatever your faith might be, I think uh, you definitely anchor into that at those times. Um, I will be forever grateful for the my family that was able to spend the time with me in the hospital to keep my hopes up. Um, the nurse that was in the dialysis facility was a huge help. She she was actually one of my biggest inspirations of, of being hopeful that everything was going to be fine because when despair was hitting me most, um, 
you know, I, I had this, this, they, they kept saying, you're going to have this really big P and that's going to be a good sign. And so I had this big P and I came in my jug. I'm like, look at what I did. I filled up this whole jug and I was so excited. I was expecting everybody to throw a party and be happy and jump up and down. And, and nobody did that. But this nurse, she stood there and she's like, it's good. Just keep focused here. This is exactly what we need to have happen. And so she was, she was really my, my big star for me. Your cheerleader. I mean, isn't that just, it's amazing how uh, big an impact healthcare professionals have on you just by if they smile at you, if they look at you in a positive way. I mean, we're like poker players. We read, we learn to read every move they make and we take it personal every move they make. Like, oh my God, they don't want to look at me because I'm sick. I mean, I don't know. That's what I can do. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, you just, I'm, I'm looking at this like I'm 30 at that time. I'm roughly 35, 36 years old and I'm going, this is insane. I am the youngest person in here by at least two or three times. And this is, this is crazy. So the age thing was, you know, another piece of it. And I'm just sitting here going, Oh my God, I have my whole life ahead of me. And you know, it was, it was a bit of the woe with me, but I was also kind of taking my inventory of what to be thankful for too. So, um, you know, it, it was my family. It was the face. It was my, my nurse that really pulled me through. And then, and then finally everything started ticking and all of that just got easier the trust. Well, thank you, Daniel. Um, it's been incredible to hear your story. And I'm so glad that you're you're peeing all you can pee. <laughs> so for those of, of you potentially living with an acute kidney injury, you know, um, learn from Daniel's story and then also learn from his story of, you know, don't load up on all the protein powder and dehydrate yourself and not go to the doctor. Yeah, if you know you have any, any kidney issues at all, just uh, be very cautious with that. All right. Terrific. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks for listening to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network. Please make sure to find us on Facebook or sign up for our newsletter at rsnhope.org. Kidney Talk is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment from your physician. Always seek the advice of your own health care provider regarding your medical condition.